We're blind. We're blind. We're, We're bloody, bloody blind. blind. Oh, what? Make a wish foundation. Uh, was... <laughs> what was that? Like, you know what you say? You Make say a wish foundation. <laughs> I said, I said, <laughs> sorry. Was that like uh, when you, you know, when you say like, uh, you, say, you say the same say word at the same time and you're like, make, oh, buy me a Coke. Yeah, it's like make a wish, no? Like pinky swear. Is that it? Tell us in the comments down below if I have it wrong. It's not Make-A-Wish Foundation. Make-A-Wish Foundation. <laughs> okay, That's yeah. where they make sick kids' dreams. I know, I know. <laughs> I, it, it came out wrong. So, uh, <laughs> why is it weird? Here we are. Here we are again. Another on episode of Weird... Des émotions bizarres. Des émotions bizarres. <laughs> this, this is weird feelings. This is this, weird feelings. This is a new episode of Weird Feelings. Oh, you're feeling weird. It was weird. Weird feelings. Uh, weird, 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 weird feelings. Here we are. Welcome back to another episode. Of weird feelings. Do, 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 do. Do, do. Do. So what's up, buddy? What you been up to, man? Oh, you know, just life, living life. Living life. Lots of rolling with the punches these days. Rolling but, uh, with the punches. Yeah, me too. I think I've been quite busy with extracurricular activities. Oh. Yes. I've been working on my brand. Oh. Well, real like my brand that I'm rebooting, I guess, at this point. Because I haven't done anything in quite a while with it. Mm. Um, Is that what you want to talk about? We could talk about it. Let's you know. do it. Yeah. So just give context. I have a brand called Uneducated Kids that's been sitting on the bench mm-hmm. for a few years just because life and you know things change. And I decided to reboot it. It actually took me quite a while to just get in the groove of designing it or just thinking mm-hmm. about it. And now I've been trying to keep the brand alive by wearing the vintage line of 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 clothing that the hand me downs that you gave me. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it and I, I, I thank you, thank you for that. It's nice to see people still wearing them and and appreciating because I did recently post like a teaser, mm-hmm. and somebody's like, "Yo, I still have that hoodie and it's still going and it's still in good condition." And like, mm. nice. I okay, like that. so b- before we dive into everything, yeah. Let's start from the beginning. The beginning, okay. So, uneducated youth. No, kids. <laughs> uneducated kids. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's been a long day. Welcome to... <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, the uh, I'm a v- DJ in the morning. Uh, so, today I have... Uh, what's your name? Jonathan Kim. Uh, so, uneducated youth. Uh, what is that? <laughs> First of all, it's uneducated kids, okay. just to be clear. Yeah. So. Okay, so... So, Let's start from the beginning. Yep. You're so uneducated kids. Yes. What does that mean? What's the what's it's the a, idea behind it? So the brand itself, it's about like my culture more, like my like you know, my family, the Cambodian roots. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I call it uneducated kids, it's cause my father, you know, I'm Cambodian and my family has been through the war in Cambodia. There was a genocide. And for my father to like kind of survive. You have to kind of pretend to be like uneducated and be like 
some sort of peasant kind of vibes like to the you know the Khmer Rouge like they were questioning you a lot okay and, it, and if you were like an intellectual an artsy person musicians people of government mm -hmm. smart people just anything that's culture and arts and school or education wise they would just kill you Jeez. so my dad was just kind of like I don't know what not you know I, so play I pretending to be uneducated yeah exactly just to survive so right. that's one of the meanings of it like behind the brand but it's also like a double meaning of like you know being uneducated you can achieve great things hmm. versus like you know like it's cool go to school but <laughs> like like but it's like it's cool know, go to school but also but also you if you're to. uneducated you don't need school necessarily mm -hmm. like I'm to an extent where I guess I am educated with like I went to primary school, I went to high school, Sejep, but mm -hmm. I didn't go to like university, mm -hmm. and I still managed to do my own thing and then build myself a career and do stuff like that. So okay. it has like a kind of a double meaning. So that's the meaning of the name itself. Very cool. Yeah, I like it. It's yeah. nice when things have uh, meaning. To meaning, them. yes. You know, I feel how like long ago? Like when did this start? It's interesting because I feel like I'm interviewing you. This is kind of fun. It's a different vibe. Yeah, I like being oh. you know, I'm a celebrity now. <laughs> In uh, the midst of a celebrity. Yeah. So when when uh, did you first, because, and just so so far it's been clothing brand, right? Yeah, it's just a t-shirt. Okay. Like, it's like a streetwear. So yeah, so clothing. when did you first come up with the idea and, and start doing that? I think I was like working on like other stuff like with people or having brands. And I felt like, you know, I was building something that didn't have an identity or I was mm -hmm. just doing something for other people. Okay. And I was like, man, I just want to do stuff that is like very close to me. Yeah. That talks about my personal life a bit and like my family, my roots. And that's why I was like, that one felt like more personal and I just did it, you know? Mm. So. I so how long ago? Yeah. How long how ago? Long ago? So, so this from my last collection, the ones that I've seen you wear, that was like, what, five years ago? Five, okay. six, so. And that was the first collection that you ever... I've, I've done, this is the third right now. I did two collections. Okay, so that was the yeah. second. When was the first? The first. Was when like, did it all start? That's what I want to know. Was, How long ago? It was, was when I was working at this store uh, back then. And then, you know, that was maybe in the, the 2014, 2015, maybe, I'd say. Six, seven years ago? Yeah. Okay. I started that. And then, you know, and then, you know, I did some t-shirts, a few things, and it sold out. And people liked it. And then just I, at some point, I just stopped as I was somewhere else in my life. But then mm -hmm. now it's time to bring it back to life because people have been asking about it. Hmm. I mean, yeah, like I don't think I had I didn't know you that back then. And, you know, I knew you peripherally and I never had any of your stuff. And then you had not that long ago, you were like getting rid of some of your clothes that my you just didn't want to wear anymore. Yeah. And I was like, these are still good and clean. These look cool. And I was like. And it's and I hadn't necessarily worn something that was made like from a friend before. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, like it feel it has that little extra layer of like you feel good and cool and supportive and whatever. So yeah, it's cool. It's a cool thing to do. Yeah, it's you know, it's like it's something that it's like it, to me like the brand or that it's like my a medium that I'm able to express myself on a T-shirt and have mm -hmm. people wear it. But it's also giving meaning to like pieces beyond just like hey this is a cool design like a lot of the designs have a lot of deeper meanings and research mm -hmm. that are like to me like like 
the whole dearly and it's like but i explain it to people and people have been receptive right you know Mm -hmm. because i think you have i gave you like the dystopian youth one i have one of those yeah i gave the you have the one with the the like the lips going shh yeah that's a good one the the long sleeve the long sleeve so i have that and that one you know the meaning behind is is kind of like you know stay quiet or else you might get killed kind of thing and the back where it says uh is it i forgot what it says in the back um it says something but like the the checkerboard was to represent so there was like a a place that they would send uh, people during the 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 war Mm -hmm. it was like a school Mm -hmm. and they would like interrogate you and kill you so the the little checkerboard was like a a hint to like the the floor of the school was Uh, was that but it's like it was a really dark thing you know so interesting i kind of wish that i knew that now you know (laughs) i just told you (laughs) no i mean like yeah, obviously it was like it was a hand-me-down and there's no yeah. but curious i'm now i'm just curious because like i feel like knowing that extra layer of meaning is like almost better than having it right so do, does you when you sell your shirts right yeah do, do you include like is is that a personal story for you and if anyone talks to you personally they find out or is there like a bit of like a, is there like a card like on the tag or something that no, has the story or like i'm curious because i feel like yeah that would be such an interesting thing you almost want someone especially given the context of like the subject yeah. right sometimes very heavy dark stuff yeah like and i know you're selling it in, in a store yeah what if some rando walks in and buys it because they like the design but they yeah. don't know at all, anything about what it means and then you know you almost want them to know like hey you like understand what you're wearing kind of thing right or, yeah or no no, but the, the the thing is, like the story I was at, I was able to like tell those stories because I was working the floor too, and I would have right. staff be like, "Hey, this is the story." And it okay, it. but a lot of it was maybe not fully. I think it was be more like if somebody would ask me personally, I would tell them the whole thing yeah. behind. But like with social media too, I was I was able to like share those stories in a caption and a post mm. and explain it a bit more. Okay, so that was like always a it was always a thing that I was I, was, I always wanted people to know what you're wearing you know like yeah like, yeah it's cool sometimes you buy fast fashion stuff and you know you just want to look good but if you you like wear something and there's a meaning behind the designs and what the idea of the print mm-hmm. it's always better like a lot of streetwear stuff does have that like the old stuff where they design something and it was like oh this was like a uh, rip from like this old movie and this is the meaning of it so yeah. it was also to bring that side of like streetwear that i quite enjoyed when growing up when it was not like a big fashion thing it was just more like a a subculture mm-hmm. so that, that like that whole like influence from me like growing up with streetwear and learning about it so just bringing that aesthetic and storytelling vibe into a piece of garment hmm. you know like like you know some brands like even like high fashion brands or japanese brand do have some sort of garment history like oh this is dyed with this thing that's from this region of japan yeah see that kind of stuff is super cool that's what makes the value yeah the value it's like you understand why it's more expensive or why it's like there's like a more like a hands-on or more craftsmanship yeah towards it so that's something like i i know it's always important for me okay so you've had two collections third one's coming out soon yes what's the idea what's the plan are you doing something different from before something new 
No, different. Like I, the, the only difference is like it's like more like I'm trying to reboot it. I guess that's not different, but it's more like now it's just a soft reboot, okay. so I could get get the wheels turning. Yeah, know? just put out. But like you know, I brought back some old slogans that I built. Like you know, this is what I'm wearing. It says, uh, "Our future is in the hands of youth." <gasps> I don't know if you know the meaning behind that one. No, please. Uh, I mean, I can imagine, but okay, so. Enlighten me. So during the Khmer Rouge regime mm-hmm. in Cambodia, they had ch- child soldiers. Okay. And they were also investigating people to be like, hey, is this guy like uh, sketchy or not sketchy, but like trying to figure out like if there were like doctors or intellectuals and stuff like that. So literally in the hands of like your future is in their hands because if they ca- find out that you are some sort of like person an intellectual person or a musician or an artist they would they'll get kill rid you. of you yeah but it's also same thing with other stuff it's like you know our future is kind of in the hands of the youth right now like whoever but you're there. saying sorry just to, so let's say you were a doctor you're an adult you're a doctor yeah Khmer Rouge they want to abolish religion yeah, culture yeah, yeah. They brought so the all that was left zero. so all that was left was the youth well no they no all was left the youth they were using the children to brainwash them and they were using kids. So let's say, I don't know, 13 year old Tim. Yeah. You need to go and figure out if this person is somebody that's like of religion. They'd use the, they'd use the kid to go and and like investigate, investigate and pinpoint people, but also do some killings. Okay. Cause it was like a, was it brainwashing? A lot of brainwashing. Were they using the kids because the kids could like, disarm like they would they could talk to the adult and the adult wouldn't think that it would, the kid no i don't think so they're, they're just, just like we need pe- we need soldiers we need people we're going to use the kids but and, they were brainwashing they them. could brainwash them yeah so they yeah. were started they were giving them like brainwashing and propaganda and then you know they would find the people and kill them too so yeah, that's it's, it's 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 if you look into it it's like every time i do like research on it i learn a lot more about it because yeah you know i didn't live in cambodia and i i did not like me speaking about it sometimes makes me feel like like bad because I didn't live it. Right. But my family, my parents lived it. And tons of people, some of my Cambodian friends, their family all lived it too. But I'm more of like, I was born here. But it's like more learning about that side and embracing, well, not embracing, just knowing and understanding it. Because mm-hmm. I feel like when you talk about Cambodia, that's the first thing that comes to mind. Because it's such a, there's so much trauma from it. It's also not, it's huge. It's like it's it, like it, it destroyed the country. And it's also not that long ago, right? Like when when did that take place? Seventy five to seventy nine. Not a long yeah. time ago. That's recent. So, you know, it was dark. And and then the things that's sad is like I like I'm researching this and I'm looking at like a lot of things has been destroyed from from it and there's not a lot left. Mm-hmm. But whatever remains, like I've looked at old footage of Cambodia, like like pre-war and it was becoming a like a modern you know modern country like a lot of stuff was getting built and it was like you know the the king it was like a a royal government because it was a king yeah a kingdom a kingdom so but like if you look if i showed you footage of like before it looked like it was like a country that's developing really fast yeah and and then shut that shit down and then it just got fucked like sounds like kind of like what happened to uh Iran. Yeah, a little like, bit. Yeah. I don't know enough to really dive into that, but 
That's what like, happened. Yeah, just like war. a burgeoning, like booming place, and then just the people who oppressed it just yeah, it was like getting industrialized, right? It's yeah, like moving forward. The building and the structures were super cool, mm-hmm. and then the war happened and just brought the country. Fuck, some people suck so much. Some evil fucking people. Yeah, and control and, others and and after the war, like it was like it it like until now, I've I can see the country being rebuilt, but it's still like kind of corrupted. But there's like like there's faith, like you know, the music scene is way better. There's more. Mm-hmm. There's cinema that's starting to like appear but like at some certain point where like i didn't see myself like i didn't understand the culture because i felt like it was like not that cool you know right but you didn't understand the why the why yeah and you know i talked to my parents about it and they tell me what they want to tell me kind of thing like like, like it's know, probably hard for them it's to hard because it. yeah. it's like it's a, it's a trauma that you know mm-hmm. they've went through and, and it's not just me like when i talk to other cambodian friends that are, are you know, my age or or born here, like there's a understanding of how like uh, of the trauma that's been, you know, there's like a, just an understanding, like when they talk yeah. about their parents and how they talk about things, it's the same as how my parents are talking about things, you know, about life and th- those little things because they all went through the same thing at a really young age. Yeah. Like my parents were in their 20s when oh, man. they went through it. So they lost somewhat of the, you know, a, a really good chunk where they went from like, hey, I might be going to school, you know, like maybe university or something yeah, to war. And then just from then on, it was just to, till, to survive. It was just survival mode till now, you know. There was no like, they lost that side of the youth. Yeah. So it's yeah. hard. It's, a, it's Every time I do research, like I told you, like it's like I look at the, the part of the war. Mm-hmm. It's super sad. It, it makes me super sad. But I also try to like now looking more of like, you know, what was the movie scene before the war? What is the music scene? Mm. What is the arts and what's going on now? Like what is present day Cambodia? So I'm trying to like, like I'm going shying away from like the because a lot of the war stuff is the first thing people think about. Yeah. So I just try to like put it in a twist it in a positive note. more than That's anything. really cool. It's cool so. to like. Yeah. So rather than like everything bad happened and we're just going to forget everything. You're like, hold on. What was before? What can I take from it? How can I, you know, yeah. turn this into a, yeah. not like, turn it into a positive, but yeah, try to like look at your culture in a positive way and not just like a, from the suffering perspective. Yeah. That's interesting. Like the music scene, like during the seventies mm-hmm. was really cool. Cause a lot of the music was influenced by, uh, 70s rock and roll of, like from the US because the, the thing is like you know before the the war and the genocide there was the Vietnam War was like the neighbor it was right beside it so right. GIs would like leave records and people would just bring it in and that influenced Cambodian or Southeast Asian rock and roll that's pretty sick so that's there's a documentary about it that you should watch I forgot the name of something like We Shall Not Be Forgotten it talks about all the Cambodian rock and roll scene okay. pre-war and then talks about like during the war what happened and then after so there's a lot of you know if that's like picked back up or if like there's been a i'm not sure i know that the music scene has been like in a weird place and now people are starting to make their own like original music like Mm. versus just doing like copy paste of like i don't know popular popular songs that are in america but cambodian version so it's like me taking 
a Bruno Mars song and make it Cambodian, but it's the same song, but in Cambodian. Okay, yeah. So it's like karaoke style. It's not really coming like, it's not like original, like I'm writing my feelings and mm -hmm. stuff for that. But, you know, but that the documentary kind of talks about like how Cambodian music is, you know, so it's always like, we talk a lot about love and like romance and stuff like that too oh. in the music. But yeah, it's, it's just, it's worth to watch. Like me explaining it might not, sound that's it's cool. that no that's really interesting but it's interesting it's a really good yeah. documentary that everybody should watch so i think that's cool that you, you it's also for you a learning experience like you're learning about your culture your history you're reconnecting you're finding a way to connect right because you said you feel a little disconnected because yeah. you didn't experience it so i think that's really cool you're expressing it through a medium that you can you know express and help other people maybe understand and grow yeah. and learn and that's very and cool. educating too like you know not everybody knows about it like oh, like i'm not i'm sure like or did you know about no like in wars see like it, that was the thing that maybe happened. not 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 at all but like yeah not much and like you know the news barely covered it back then too right it was like yeah. like if if it was happening now social media would have ate it up and people would know about it but like yeah i feel like that's something that it's it sucks that it was kind of neglected and we, you know for like what five years mm -hmm. uh, four years like like you know the, our people suffered and in a day like now it could have been avoided with all the the resources like, i can go deeper because a lot of sh of that stuff is caused by the americans <laughs> like you know they bombed cambodia because cambodia was like a neutral uh, country between the war in vietnam okay but there was like a operation menu that's called that Nixon did. There was that like a secret fucker Nixon that, that there was like a secretive mission and they just bombed like Cambodia and then just for no reason, for no reason. Yeah. And just then the, you know, they were helping like the, the Khmer Rouge, you know, overthrow the government. So like, it's just always, it's like so much sketchy stuff happening, yeah. Yeah. but it's just, I don't want to concentrate on that. It's just more like now it's like right. me discovering it and learning about it. And I'm not an expert. I'm still learning. And I, I'm like, there's so much to it and i feel like even cambodians that are like born in the us or in canada not everybody knows about it they know it from the parents but a lot of the parents don't really want to talk about it because it's so sad and dark yeah and it's just like a lot of it's like you know it happened we're just moving on that's like the like the not model but like i hear that a lot it's like the parents don't really communicate that they're just like you know we've been through it we just don't want to re, re we don't want to remember it we just want to move on we're we're alive we're happy now and you know we're we survive a worse thing ever and we lost a lot of our family members too so yeah i mean i understand that that perspective of yeah like not wanting to dwell on the past but it's also a trauma, trauma that you know we kind of carry as being the children of them you know it's like it's like yeah i mean yeah it's indirectly directly affecting you right yeah because it it's affected their lives and how they feel and so so what's the actual plan for what you want to release for this collection so uh like can you talk about that do you yeah, have we that all talk mapped about out it, you know so this the collection i kind of looked more into the getting inspired by the music but i wanted to keep it just more of a a slow launch or like a soft launch of like rebooting okay. it. So I redid like, you know, the slogan, our future is in the hands of youth. 
-hmm. I took the old one and I put it in this like this little cool font. It's like a very 90s vibe. Mm -hmm. It reminded me of like when my dad used to read a lot of like a war books and army books. So it's like a lot of the font was like mm. reminiscent of, you know, that era. Yep. But to be honest, like I think that's like a Ninja Turtles font. <laughs> Like the movie from the nineties. <laughs> okay, but it, I thought it looked cool, but it, it's like you know, it's like a bold, like thin font. Yeah, that I like. Uh, so I just made like a hoodie and a tee with that, and I did another T-shirt that has like it's like a record guy. So it's like it's like uneducated records. It's like a dude, like just a hint on the old music back then. That's cool. Very and cool. I did another piece that's. Uh, it says it's just the logo uneducated kids mm -hmm. and in the back it's like a lotus flower like the lotus flower is like key to the brand like this hat this hat is actually from an old collection it has a lotus flower okay and when why is the lotus uh, you know it's like, it's like a flower of asian of southeast asia is it specific to cambodia or no it's but a southeast asian it's thing? like it's like you know it's it's there and it's just more like the the, the but that one has a saying you know from uh, from the mud, it still bloom. Like you know, lotus flower can bloom from mud. Mm. It's and it's like a that's a nice little metaphor. Metaphor of like you know, like you know, we we're still like rising, you know, from the dark past kind of thing. Yeah. So in the back, it's like it's like a screen print of like a lotus flower in like a half tone with like outlines. You know, it's pretty cool. Mm. And I also did a cap that says Mekong Nightclub, mm -hmm. and you know, it was a nightclub. What's that? Yeah. It's just like based on uh, an old uh, bar. I think it was like an old club bar that one of the singers uh, of Cambodia uh, went or, or performed. Uh, and, you know, so I just I just I saw that in the, one of the documentary where they mentioned it. Mm -hmm. And I just made it look like a neon kind of thing. Just a hint on that historical part of like that singer. She's like the one of the voice of Cambodia back then. And she was killed during the war. Okay. Well, not killed. They so said they couldn't find her. That's that's her. Sorry, I, that that's the name of that was her name or that was no. The, name the, of the bar? Mekong nightclub is just the name the nightclub. of the, the nightclub. Yeah. yeah, and it was just like I don't. Know, I wanted to have like a hat that was like Asian and like had like a old bar like karaoke vibe, and it, it just I made the font like look kind of like a neon. Yeah. And, no, it just sorry. Well, how about what was the the singer that it ties it to? It was a singer that she was like. Uh, she was caught up in the war and then she kind of like disappeared, but they, for sure, like she got killed, but it, it's just that she disappeared and she, nobody knows where I think her, her body is or anything. So she was like, uh, kind of like Celine Dion. Okay. To Cambodia. I bet you what she would sing at that nightclub. It was part of, yeah. Like she went there at one point in her uh, life. Okay. Like this is me based on the documentary I saw and it was a segment of it. Yeah. That I saw and I was like, Oh, that was cool and then I just took that element and put it in there. And so that's, you know, okay. So it. So it's like around the music scene from that then that I watched in the documentary and just and just re updating some of the slogans that I came up with, you know. Like a lot of the slogans I've done, it's not stuff that I read. It's just like it's like just me like you know, finding, thinking of something. Think of something like, Oh, this sounds cool. Yeah, and put it on and then call call it a day. <laughs> you know? Okay, so you have a hoodie, a hoodie, a t shirt, t -shirt. three t three t shirts, three t shirts, and a cap, and a cap, just super small. Yeah, keep it limited. Uh, it'll be the sold. Quantity. The quantities are super low because okay. you know, I'm not rich, so, and I just want to keep it exclusive where people that buy it kind of has a sense of like, oh, this is a little piece. It's not mass produced, right? 
and I'm gonna sell it at Lopez at my homie's store exclusively at Lopez. The classic. Yeah, and it'll be available there. And then if maybe I'll reprint some stuff in different colors, but it was it was really more like let's reboot it, see where it goes. It seems like the feedback that people are giving me is pretty positive, and they're happy to see that come back. Mm -hmm. And then you know I already started thinking of like the next collection and what to do. So, but from now like a. I'm just still building like the marketing. It's a really like spontaneous type of like, yeah, <laughs> classic Johnny stuff. So I'm just like, all right, let's figure out. Like, oh, all right, will let's let's shoot something. I mean, sometimes you just got to get back into the let's get, get into back the, into it. Yeah, right? get back into you it. But it's done like, in a long time. I'm 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 really happy that I did it. It's like it's like a lot of people's like, yo, you've been postponing this. It's like Donda. But it's a lot of hard work, I'm like right? Donda. Well, it's just hard work. It's, it's just, not like you just think of a thing and you throw it on a T-shirt and you print it, right? Like. There's a lot of thought and research. Yeah, for me, it's a lot of thought. It's also that, giving respect to the things that I not necessarily lived or know about. Yeah, and it's just and you know, and then also this collection I forgot to say is so design Cambodian me, mm -hmm. and also that my screen printer and and production guy is Cambodian Ellie Chap from Huli Hulan. Like he's a shout screen out. printer in Montreal, really dope. That's cool. And it's it was cool to work with another Cambodian creative like I only known Ellie for a few years before like like he's the first cool Cambodian that I know he's besides, the first besides cool my brother Cambodian. no but it's just like the I, other I, ones I, not so I know cool. I know some Cambodians but like as a creative and artist and stuff like that like yeah and then by meeting him I discovered there's so many cooler Cambodians than me so it's like you know it's trying to find like people mm. with like mine it's not like you know just like just other creative Cambodians, you know. Yeah, that's sick. We're the uneducated kids. Oh, oh shit. Well, gang, uh, gang. Hey. So, yeah, I'm proud to say that, you know, it's been produced by another Cambodian. So it's like I can talk about like, yeah, it's fully Cambodian. It's not like, hey, me and his random printer. And he cares too. So Yeah, so how, what was his reaction if you want to talk on his behalf? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. but I can say because I, I saw him the other day and he's like, he's like, I was just waiting for you to ask me. I, I no, like, but what was his reaction more to like the the subject matter, the content? Of oh, the, I think he is he's happy to have this find other Cambodian creative like me. Same thing, like just right. knowing other creatives out there, not just like like not feeling like he's the only one, or like hmm. just knowing that there's more people like him of the same you know from the same race kind of thing. Right? Did it make you guys have the disc like? Let's say he's like, oh, like Mekong uh, nightclub. Like, oh, what's that? And then you're like, I don't know. Almost Actually, like revisiting or learning your history and your culture together. Yeah. Like trying to connect. I, he didn't ask me that specifically, but I think like like he knows about like me probably researching that from that movie. Like like we've watched that movie. And we do share, I do, do share things that are Cambodian related a lot. Because I have somebody like, yo, like either from my brother Will Mm -hmm. I have him like, yo, check this out. This is Cambodia. He's like, oh, shit, I've never heard of this. Mm. So there's a thing of like, because he's also born here like me. Like, we're, we're like, for him, Cambodia is not like, he's been there. I've never been to Cambodia. Like, to, but it's still like, you're still an outsider there. Like, you're not, yeah. you're Cambodia, but you're still a foreigner. Like, because you don't speak like a Cambodian from there. So, right. So there's like, we have that like allegiance or like connection through that. And also the upbringing and how our parents raised this. It's pretty similar. Hmm. So it's cool. You know, it's like you with your white friends. You're like, hey, have you been to the to the brunch? 
I don't know what I'm saying. It's like when I have brunch with my white friends. We really connect and In think about like, yeah, our past and our culture. Remember colonialism? Oh, isn't it great? Oh, really? the boy times sure have changed. The good old days where the British <laughs> has invaded us. You know. Crikey. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's cool. So I'm really proud of it. And I don't know, the thing that the clothing is cool. I think and it's, it's cool. also a way for me to make clothes for me. It's like, yo, I'm wearing my clothes. That is a move, right? Just like, you know what? Like, fuck finding other stuff. I'm just going to make things for myself that I like. It's great. Dude, I, uh, to me, a lot of the clothes I wear are designed by my friends. Like, mm. either like from shopping at Lopez, but, you know, there's a lot of my creative friends that make t-shirts and design. And yeah. I'd rather pay that and know that I could be like, yo, this shirt is from my buddy. And there's a cool story behind it versus like, mm-hmm. hey, this is a big fashion house. Like, yeah, the fashion house stuff is cool it's also really pricey but i don't know i just like supporting other people supporting like yeah. local and friends and so and i gotta go in store in store to buy it we'll go and i'll go meet go dennis. lopez and hang with dennis and graham and gustavo really Sick. cool guys lopez go shop there I'm, local store on plaza saint hubert if you're love. if you're not from montreal they have an online store beautiful go shop there my stuff will be there Amongst Limited other brands, quantities. they have really cool brands from around the world, from Japan to mm-hmm. Europe to mm-hmm. Canada to U.S., California, everywhere. All right, so I guess you'll, I mean, obviously follow his socials at Shop by JFK to to find out when it drops. Right? Yep. Won't be. It's in what the next couple. It's going to be within October. I think once this drops, it's probably going to drop the week after. Okay. Yeah. All based. Right. I'm just waiting on one piece, but yeah. Anyways, it'll be so mid to later October. It'll be there. It might it'll be sold be out already. Sounds like it'll. You know. I don't know. I hope it sells out. Can there. you at least give me a heads up of like so I can go ahead and try to get one before it's sold out? Yeah, I'll I'll, right. I'll announce it and be like, hey, all no, friends. tell me personally. Oh, okay. <laughs> before but, everyone else. No, I, I want other the, people to wear it too. So yeah. It'll be available at Lopez and follow me on my IG, shot by JFK. Mm-hmm. I'll announce some stuff and yeah, I'm excited. It's very exciting. I'm really looking forward to to wearing to wearing. Nice. Supporting nice. my very friends. Ni- very nice. Very nice. Through their creative endeavors. All right. I think it's it'd very be, exciting. We are creative folks. Is there anything... Uh, I don't know. I think we spoke about something that's kind of... You learned something. Absolutely. And I like to talk about things that I work on. Mm-hmm. It was interesting format. Like, It felt like I was getting interviewed, but it's still our podcast. It's not like... Yeah. I also felt guest. like I didn't actually ask you that many questions, but... Hey. Hey. That's what it is. You know. I think it's it's a very interesting topic. I think there's more... I think it's almost like your your... I feel like your brand or your 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 collection is almost like a conversation starter right it's an it's an opportunity to connect with someone for you to connect it's all about connection right yeah for you to connect to your history for other people to understand and connect and like it opens the conversation so i think that that's what this episode is as well like maybe you'll make people think about it and i don't know and connect and connect remember to connect let's connect connect did you want to connect what connect our fingers We've never done this before. Oh, you feel weird, don't you? Getting a real weird feeling? Get a little messed up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
connection. It's good to connect with yes. people. Do we finish with a song? I mean, you don't have to ask me twice. Don't ask me twice. Because I'm very nice. Don't ask me twice. Because I'll put you on ice. Just don't ask me twice. Ask me once. And once. And only once. Once. Not twice. Not twice. (laughs) This song does not rhyme with once. It only rhymes with... Nice. Love. Love. This was an episode episode of Love. Lovely (laughs) feelings. And we. nice being a loser sometimes oh uh, yeah mate i love being a loser oh uh, yeah oh kangaroos yeah. oh yeah kangaroo koala koalas koalas kangaroo i can't it's so dumb all right there well thanks for watching thanks for watching as always and remember stay weird stay fucking weird bye weirdos well that's a caress it's like you're caressing a butt. Whoa, caress the butt. You know, like when you're caressing things and you do different mm-hmm. curves, it just makes it differently. Like if it's like if you do different. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, what's like, that like, one? Use your imagination. Oh, oh my god. Oh, oh, this is late. Oh. We're, it's late in the day. It's been a long day. Have a good night. 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 Have a good Have a good night. Have a good night. Have a good night. Have a Feeling weird. It was weird. Weird feelings. Uh...